Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, board certified psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? I love this. We gotta support one another. So we are. So, you know, Instagram is doing its thing, telling folks that we're live. And um, and we're here on Facebook Live now. Hi, everybody. Yep, and I'm pretty sure I made it public, not just to myself. So hopefully I did that correctly. We'll see once we get um, some folks on here. Hey, Instagram. Hi. Hi. It's Dr. Delvina and Ooh. Melissa Moonchild. Hey, <laughs> so we have a good subject tonight. Um, so you guys saw it posted. We're discussing sexual energy, right? So for the folks over here, we got a couple of cameras going on. So we're trying to, to keep everyone engaged in all areas. All right, we got folks who just joined on uh, Facebook Live, on Instagram Live. Melissa, say your name again. Melissa Moonchild. All right, so... You know, I wanted to talk about, it's the month of, of February, and we've been talking about a lot of things, um, love, sex, all of, all of that stuff, um, the whole gamut. And so one of the common issues that women encounter is the issue with having an orgasm, climaxing. Um, you may have saw one of the posts that we, that we posted um, on yesterday, I believe it was, it gave a little statistic about orgasms and uh, climaxing. It stated that men climax about 90% of the time in comparison to women, which is about 64%. That's actually a combination of different activities. 64% is actually high, right? That's what so, I was thinking. Yes. 64% is high. That, that percentage probably includes masturbation okay. as well as um, oral sex, intercourse, when you just look at the statistics, women who have an orgasm or climax while they're having intercourse with a partner, guess what the number is? 23. That's why she's an expert. Am I close? Yes, you are. What is it? 25%. Dang. I said One I quarter. That's what I figured. Yeah. So only 25% of women are climaxing or having an orgasm when they are having sex or in or engage in intercourse with a partner it's 25 percent so when you look at most studies across the board that's what we see um so let's before we we go on and we kind of get into the nitty-gritty because this is about to get hot melissa and i were talking before you know we got on live and let's let's see let's let's toast first uh, let's can we toast can we please so melissa is such a doll you guys she brought over a bottle of wine, and this is some special wine, okay? I want, see, everyone on Facebook, there you go on Instagram. Melissa, Maybe we can get an endorsement. <laughs> well, because tell. it is the bomb. It's no extra sulfites, it's an organic. So, you know, I, I really, I can't drink, I'm not a drinker. One little sip and we get headaches and nausea before we even get a buzz. But with this one here, you can drink the whole bottle and just be happy and no side effects. Okay. Cheers. That's right. Tap, tap. Ah, tap, tap. This is to what? Where are we cheersing to? We are, you know, I think we're, we're um, this is a toast for women 
speaking up, being liberated, and not being afraid or too shy to talk and communicate about our needs. Yes. Right? Absolutely. The big O. The big O. The path to the big O. The path to the big O. I like that. Yes. And it is the big O because it's something that's special. What, what, if you had to describe what an orgasm feels like, what would you say? How would you describe it? Okay, it's like as if maybe your your heart opens up and somebody like pours gold in there and then your whole body just like goes golden. <laughs> or maybe like or maybe like you just like burst into a bunch of stars, like right? Yeah. Yeah. But nothing Wow. Nothing in the real world can compare to me. No. No. It's it's better than the best steak you've ever had. Oh steak, yes. Yeah. Steak. It's better than the best um I don't know, cocktail or fine wine you've ever had, it's indescribable. And that's what I heard from you when you said it's like your heart opens um, and you you kind of, the stars come out and yes. it's indescribable. No one can describe what an orgasm feels like because it feels just that good. And that's why we're doing this show because every woman deserves to have a chance at achieving the big O. Yes. Okay. Guys, listen to this. Oh, Melissa, so I asked you a question. I asked you in the beginning, um, prior to coming on, I said, have you experienced an orgasm? Yes. And you said? I said yes. And I said that recently I've learned a new part of myself that before I had only ever organ, um, organized, <laughs> I'd only ever felt an orgasm through like a clit. But then... Recently, it's starting to be vaginal. God, this is so public and personal. But if it helps a woman, you know, I feel like the proportion of my loving myself and being comfortable all the way to your toes, I heard that. Um, yeah. It comes in proportion to how comfortable I am with myself and how much I've kind of, can you say it, uh, forgiven um, different blockages and um yeah it's about a relationship with myself and an ease with myself and a flow with myself it really had nothing to do with any dude um wow say that again say that again oh yeah they could try they could do whatever pull out all the toys and do it had nothing to do with them it's how safe am i with myself how do i feel about sex in general what is my idea and how do i wrap my mind around it all together and then what have i wrapped up in there you get what i'm saying what experiences have i not let go of yet that i have wrapped up in there you know when it Mm -hmm. comes to like letting it go so you can flow and let that oh come on you know, let that energy release, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of you touched on um, a couple of essential ideas that people have to understand. Number one, your orgasm is not necessarily about your partner. Okay, you said that. You said that it's yes, not. I it's not so. about him. It's not a result of him. It's you, right? Being yes. in control of your body and being able to let go. Yes. That was the other essential thing you said is that you have to relax and you have to let go. And sometimes women and also men to relax. This is an aphrodisiac. We're drinking red wine. We have chocolate here. That's an aphrodisiac also. There are certain things people can do in the moment to let go and to relax. 
But there's also other things that lead up to that moment of your sexual expression, right? So you just sort of touched on anxiety too, of uh, sort of like feeling uptight or um, thinking about things from your past. You you said something mm -hmm. about releasing certain things. Mm -hmm. I guess some mm -hmm. people would call it baggage. Yes. So you guys, you have to be able to, and that's why sometimes when your bills aren't paid, when you're having, you know, when there's been an argument, when you're having relationship issues, um, some people struggle to engage in intercourse or sex and then allow themselves to release and have an orgasm. I got to tell you the secret. The secret is you have to see sex intercourse, oral sex, if that's what you're engaging in with your partner, you have to see that as separate from everything else that's going on in your life or in your life with that person. They cannot be merged. They can't be one and the same. If they are, nothing will get done, right? So because you'll punish because of something that happened in the relationship, so sex won't be the same. You have to see sex and intercourse and that that part of the relationship as separate. So Okay. Um, so you've had an orgasm. Yes. Right. So we have to confess and say if that's been the case, if we've, you know, because you can't, we can't be here talking about yeah, orgasms and all of that. <laughs> TJ. <laughs> so we have to establish why we're the experts here. Okay. And so you've had an orgasm. I've had orgasms previously. We've talked about types of orgasms. You mentioned um, or orgasms in different parts of your vagina. No, that tripped me out. Tell it, tell it. Well, because I didn't realize that the clitoris, um, it actually goes down around the urethra, around the vagina, and then down touching the anus. And that you can actually, you know, stimulating the clitoris is one way to get an orgasm, and it's kind of localized. But then now the vaginal orgasms are so different. But... So, like, the clit one, they get me, like, atomic bomb, and everything's done for a while. I was telling you, right? So, you're saying it's, like, very intense. No, it's really intense. Like, okay. really intense. And then the vaginal ones will be really intense, too, but kind of, like, more spread out. Except the other day, I had a vaginal orgasm that was really localized, kind of like the way the clitoris orgasm was. But it wasn't my whole... Usually, when I have a vaginal orgasm, it's, like, kind of, like, it's more whole body, and then, like, the whole vagina gets involved. But this one, it was just that one spot that was being stimulated in the it blew me away. I was like, what the, what was that? That was so different. That was so different. She can do that. So you're you're discovering your body yes, and, and we it's do a that. Joy. It's yes. a joy. You don't you don't you can't stop discovering your body because things can change as we get older. Things change. So you have to rediscover. Is, Is this age? Oh, can I, I, can I look forward to more of this? You can look forward to it because the more you get acquainted with your body, especially the vagina, the better things get. Because are you saying that initially your first orgasm was more so a clitoral orgasm, All right? All of them for years. For okay. Dec for decades, yes. Okay, and so recently you've been able to achieve a vaginal orgasm. Yes. And now, this, I, um, I had one vaginal orgasm several years ago accidentally out the blue. Otherwise, I would never have them by vagina, only from the clit. And then, and it came out the blue with, with a dude. Then after that, I was like, okay, wait, these things can happen. And and then I was doing it myself, and now I can do it on purpose. 
you know what I'm saying? Like yes. on demand. When before it was just like, well, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll, I don't know. Fuck it. Let's just go to the clip. You know now what I mean? you now you know what to do. Now I know what to do. And it, and then and then I'm still getting surprised. Like I'm finding this thing is huge. This clitoris thing is long mm-hmm. and huge. And you can stimulate it in all kind of ways and get an orgasm in all kinds of ways. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so, you know, just to bore you guys, the science of what happens when we're um, being turned on or when we're getting in the mood, as some people call it, um, when you're excited during sort of that foreplay part of um, um, sexual activity, blood is going, just like blood goes to a man's penis, blood flows to our vagina, to our labia, or AKA lips, also to our clitoris. Um, all of that blood flow goes there, it gets nice and warm, um, things sort of enlarge in. Um, the vagina prepares itself to receive the penis. Um, in addition to that, there are several nerve endings all throughout that area, all throughout the woman's genitalia um, that allow us and help us to create that sensation, um, the feel-good sensation so that we can climax. So you got blood, you have nerves. In addition to that, you have muscles. There are muscles in what we, we say the floor of the vagina, around the vagina, muscles going back to the anus. Um, because if you talk to some women, they also have, um, they climax or have an orgasm from the anal area as well, not just vaginal, clitoral. Listen, that's brand new territory for me altogether. I couldn't relate to it. The anal part? The anal part. Okay. But once I saw the anatomy of the clitoris, and mm-hmm. I saw that it does touch your anus, because I thought in the pornos that they were lying. That no, this is purely to satisfy dude's a fantasy. And then I saw them like, you know, as I'm discovering more about my own vagina, I'm like, well, maybe you can get a orgasm from your ass. From your ass. Mm-hmm. You can say asshole here. We can do that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so dude, this was interesting to me. A male friend, I don't know, Zakia, I think that's how you say it, says, yeah. she said, a male friend of mine told me that he's found out a lot of black women have never explored their vagina or looked at it. Do you think this is a racial thing? Wow, yeah. So let's let's talk about that. Is it a cultural thing where black women were afraid to look at our vaginas, but maybe in other cultures they're not? I, I would think that in some cultures they're a little more conservative, like the Asian culture, which of course includes Indians, right? Um, Chinese, and um, some cultures they're more conservative. And it's not about, sexual activity is not about um, sensation. It's not about feeling good. It's more so about uh, procreating, having children, satisfying your husband. And the the needs of the woman, um, those are placed last. So I would say that there's probably plenty of women who have never taken a mirror and placed it between their legs and looked at their vagina. And so we have a guy who just uh, actually chimed in, Multiplasm, said, yes, it's a cultural thing, exclamation Mm -hmm. mark. That's his experience as a man. And Zakia was saying that her male friend said the same thing. Um, There are a lot of women who have not looked or looked at or inspected their vagina to check out their anatomy. Mm -hmm. So if, if we own it and it belongs to us, how do we expect a man to know, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's happening there? What's there? Um, all the goodies that are available to play with and to stimulate. There's a lot of different ways to stimulate the vagina so that a woman can then achieve or an orgasm. Um, so, 
and share this on my page. Sure. When we reach that climax and we're experiencing that orgasm, our muscles are contracting. You're getting muscle contractions from a lot of different areas. Your vagina, your uterus, um, the anus, everything that's located in that area, everything contracts to bring it all together and then pow, which is why it's important to stay in shape and exercise and do your kegels, mm -hmm. K-E-G-E-L. When If you don't know what a kegel is, okay, it's you do it every day and you don't know it. When we have the sensation to urinate or to pee, right, and let's say you are holding your urine, you're actually contracting the muscle that's around uh, your urethra, which is uh, the area that we urinate from. If you take a look at, at your vagina, um, there's a clitoris, sort of south of that, um, there's the urethra and your, um, your hole or your opening where you urinate from, um, okay, and then south of that or below that, um, there's tissue, and then we go down, and there's the anus, of course. Um, and so if you're keggling or you're doing these exercises, and the easiest way to do it is I tell people this. I tell men can do it too, by the way, okay? So I almost said, I almost changed people to women, but men can do it also. Mm. When you go to the bathroom, instead of starting your urine stream right away, hold it. When you go to the bathroom, just hold it, start it, relax, start it, stop it, mm. You stop it and you hold it so you're not urinating because you're contracting. And then you start it again. So you start and stop, start and stop, start and stop your flow. That helps to um, enhance the musculature, to build the muscle, to tone the muscle. The same way that we tone our arms and other parts of our body and it makes it stronger, yeah. it's true for the vagina. And if you've had children, like vaginal deliveries or birth, mm -hmm. that can actually interrupt that process or compromise that process because it weakens the muscles if they're torn during the process of delivering a baby. Um, and then also... Another thing you can do when you're sitting at a red light, that could be a trigger for you or a prompt oh, for you to one. do your kegel. I do mm. kegels when I sit at the red lights. I do them every time I'm at a red light, I kegel, kegel, kegel. See, let's do it now. Doesn't it feel good? It does. I did 12 of them. Already? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're fast. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, as you so, control it and go slower. Yeah, and when you when you squeeze, when you contract, hold it. Doesn't that feel good? Do you feel like a feel-good sensation? I do. That actually helps to intensify, Trina, uh, you're reading my mind. It intensifies your orgasms, right? Because if, you, if you're sitting here now with us and you're doing a kegel, it feels good. It, it turns you on. It actually is a sort of a, a good way of teasing yourself mm -hmm. and getting you prepared for the next thing. Mm -hmm. So let's do, everyone, let's do 10. The guys included. Let's do 10. Squeeze, relax. Squeeze, relax. Squeeze, relax. And I'm, I'm saying it slowly, but yeah, yes, yes. Someone is saying on Facebook that they do them at their desk. Absolutely. You know, the other time that I do kegels is when I'm working out, like lifting weights, and I'm trying to push that weight up, and I squeeze the, the muscles in my vagina, and after working out, you're horny, like you're real horny. Yeah, buddy. And that's because you're squeezing while you're, you're trying to put that weight up, and then before you know it, oh, you may have had an orgasm. I've never. Have you ever? I have. Without touching yourself? Yes. With squeeze, squeeze? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. 
When you know your your vagina, yes, yes. I have taken command of my vagina. Oh, you got to teach it. that. You got to teach that. You know, I, I have a secret. I have a secret. I don't know if I want to tell it tonight. Okay. Um, you know, like she said, she's jealous. <laughs> yes, I'm telling. If you do these kegels every day, it. all day long, you too can have an orgasm just from kegeling. Dang. Okay, ladies, tell me, does it feel good? Squeeze, squeeze. I want to know, does it feel good? Yeah. Ladies, the other, the other. Um, I'm sorry, I'm doing this and I just kind of lost myself. <laughs> Lord, I got distracted. Okay, I got distracted. The other benefit of having control over this muscle is when you're with your partner and his penis is inside you. Oh, honey. And you squeeze on his crazy. penis. Oh, my gosh. I want to learn so much control that I can, like, make a wave up and down. You know what I'm saying? With my with my, with my yes. muscles. Yes, and you you can. Just, like, wave You can. It. You can. If you squeeze while he's in there, and then you kind of loosen, loosen up a little bit and relax, and then you give it another, you, you know, know like a 5 out of 10 squeeze, like and then you come back with a 10 out of 10 squeeze. Yeah. So it's intense. And I think the thing that makes them more intense are these exercises. I want you to talk about, because yes. I'm hearing myself talk too much, okay? I want you to talk about how you discovered your vaginal orgasm. Um, how, what did you do? The what very did it take? first vaginal orgasm I had that I remember was with a guy. Oh, I'm not going to say his name because he's not going to like it. Let me tell you, girls, it's juicy. Okay, for real, for real, <laughs> his, his, pe his penis was like a... Like my, uh, as wide, no, as wide <laughs> as my middle finger maybe, okay? But it was like longer. And because I wanted to feel it and it was so small, it was so like skinny, I said, well, just relax and feel the whole thing. You wow. know, like just like really just let yourself feel it, you know? And that, that, that permission slip mm -hmm. was, and it came accidentally and it was real weird it didn't come on maybe because I wasn't used to it it was the first time it was just like it was like like it sputtered and I was like did I just did I just have a orgasm so are you saying that you were squeezing your your muscles I didn't squeeze you didn't I squeeze? totally relaxed no I you didn't contract feel. at all I didn't contract the so, contraction came involuntarily when I when I orgasmed. Okay, because you said that his penis, it sounded yeah, as if you, you were saying his penis was smaller. His penis was very small, so I wanted to feel it, but I didn't contract around it in order to feel it. I guess because I'm, I guess it must be tight. I didn't need to contract around it to feel it. Okay. It just, it, it didn't spread me open like I was used to. You know what <laughs> I mean? Hold on. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> it didn't spread me open like I was used to. No, so you I said I guess it was on tight. Oh, yes. I guess that, that, that too. <laughs> so I just surrounded him, you know, well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, let me just, I'm going to need to feel this. So I just relaxed and totally allowed myself to, when I guess usually I would be like, I think that that's what it was. And I'm as I'm learning myself more, a lot of times I'm learning, the, the culture that I would say that I experience that makes me feel out of it is this modern culture of um, 
getting to know you with my genitals, you know what I mean? Right. Without getting to know you head down. And so I went with it a couple of times just because I wanted, I want company. I wouldn't mind, what's wrong? You know, let's see what this is about. Mm -hmm. But then seeing what it's about and doing, it it made me when I'm not ready and I'm not open to you Mm -hmm. because you didn't pay the price for that open door properly the way my heart knows needs to be done. I, I, I go like that. I see. You get what I'm saying? So I think Mm -hmm. that was one of my blockages. And so with him, not only was he a close friend, I also wanted to feel it, you know. So I guess I relaxed enough to have that. So you relaxed. Relaxed, see, yeah. So that you could feel um, his penis. Yes, I did. So I could feel it more sensitively. Like I let it, let the experience in more. And you just allowed him to enter you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. It was like a sputtering car. It wasn't big. And then you mentioned the mental aspect of it, too. Yes. So orgasms, for some people, they are, for, they're mental. For women, guys, you know, whatever. They, they have an orgasm 90% of the time. 90%. You know, I wonder, I have two sons. Hmm. How old are they? They're 17. And? And they're about to, and I wonder. Are they twins? They're twins. Oh, wow. And I, you know, I didn't grow up with a father that I was emotionally bonded with, so I never experienced a man with emotions. So, but now that I have boys and I'm, and I've had more, lots of long-term friendships with men, I wonder about these differences. I wonder. Because you can have an orgasm, does that mean that you are less mental with it? No, you're you're asking or less emotional about it. Are you asking if you can have an orgasm without the mental connection? Does that mean that you're you're less personal or less right or that if the capacity to have orgasms without having the emotional connection, connection does that mean that you are cold and right? Gotcha. No, um, it just means that I think that. There's some mental willpower there, right? So number one, you have to be able to relax. That's the biggest part. And relaxation, not just physically, but mentally. You have to be able to relax and let go of some things. I want to tell you, another common reason why women don't climax is because they're too concerned about how they look. Mm -hmm. They're too concerned about how they look, about their hair, their makeup, um, if they look fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if they look fat, Mm -hmm. if they have cellulite, whatever the case may be. Just enjoy yourself. He's there with you. He's there with you for a reason. He's attracted. He likes you. There's something There's something there that um, is allowing him to be there with you. Um, and so that's one of the common reasons why women don't climax is because they're too concerned about how they look instead of just letting go. I could care less if my hair is all over and this and that. I could care less if I have a bonnet on my head and I happen, you know, in the middle of the night I'm turning over. I'm not going to fix my hair. I'm not going to put on <laughs> lipstick. That ruins the mood. It ruins, you have to just go with the flow. And so, no, someone actually just answered your question. They said, if you climax and there's no mental connection, it just means you want it to bust. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right? what that meant. <laughs> so, okay, I um, get that. And, you, and so someone said, if you aren't mentally there, you won't orgasm. I beg to differ. Um, if yeah, everyone I beg is, to differ. Yeah. I accidentally had a couple of right. orgasms yeah. with people. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even really like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, you know, 
it, just, it really depends on the person. If you have a very difficult time achieving climax or having an orgasm, then yeah, maybe some of that stuff is true for you, meaning you got to have the mental connection, mm -hmm. you know, all these other things. But if you're someone who basically every time that you are engaged in something sexual, you can enjoy an orgasm, then you don't have to worry about that. It's more about getting off, or as someone said on the feed, bust, trying to bust. Someone else just mentioned um, sometimes people are too focused on pleasing their partner and not themselves. That's true too, but hey, if you're focused all the time on pleasing your partner and you don't get yours, whose fault is that? You know, it makes me think of what's the root of that. Mm -hmm. What is it you're compensating for? What is it that you really want to get out of this? Are you using this experience to validate yourself in a certain way? Or are you actually enjoying yourself and going to heaven with it? Those are two different things. The intention of it. Right. You right. know, will change the whole experience. It's just like a relationship, right? You know, the sexual part of our relationship is no different. There needs to be reciprocity. Um, and you have to put yourself first. You don't always have to put the other person first. You have to put yourself first also because it ain't no fun. Women can have blue balls too. It's not fun having, yeah. you know, a 30 minutes or an hour of a session and you don't get to climax. That is not that a good that feeling. Is kind of the standard for a lot of women is they at the end they don't they don't achieve theirs. They don't and they don't know, they don't really cuz that no, that's a standard for a lot of women. Um, and I think that trauma has a lot to do with that. The trauma is a lot more rampant than we're mm -hmm. aware of. Mm -hmm. You know, trauma is very common, and especially in, in amongst our population and black women. Female blue balls, hey man, like I said a little earlier, when the blood is flowing down here and you're getting all prepared to do your thing, it's going there and those nerves are doing what they're supposed to do for a reason because your body wants to climax. When you don't give your body that explosion, all of that stuff is just sitting there. All of the blood, the nerve endings are stimulated and they don't get what they need in order to complete the process. And so, yeah, you ache. Um, it doesn't feel good to you. It just sort of, you have this built up tension. Let's go back to knowing yourself, knowing your genitalia, looking at your vagina, knowing what feels good to you. You have to know, and sometimes you achieve it through masturbation. You have to know what helps you to climax or what helps you to come so you can mimic that when you're with your partner. And right? be open for new experiences. Absolutely. So that was an important thing, being, oh, the new being open. Yes, absolutely. Um, well, I have to say, you know, sometimes you don't get to shed certain experiences until you reach a plateau of adulthood, you know what I mean? That doesn't come till maybe the 40s, apparently. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that's when the door opens up for all kinds of experiences, all different starts in the mind. I mean, absolutely. But you know what I've been studying recently that has me beside myself? What's that? Is where we go when we orgasm. Mm, okay, talk about that. That, it's, that sounds pretty deep. It's a magical moment. There's certain times when their portal is opened up and a door is opened up between life and death. Like when, you, when you're born, mm -hmm. when you die, and when you orgasm. And I didn't know that. Yeah, when you orgasm, then you actually have an O. Oh, you have like an O. Oh, your being is open. It's a very special time and it's really important 
for us to protect ourselves in that moment. Meaning that you must have your surroundings set it. Like you, we really need to be more ceremonial with it. A lot of times we'll have. Anyway, it gets pretty deep. No, I want you to go there. This is really? a good yes, please. This is a good segue into your event on March fourth, right? Yes. Sunday, March fourth. Oh yes. Talk about that because <laughs> that's what you're teaching women is that sexual energy, the mindfulness, the sexual energy. Um, someone just quoted what you said, ceremonial with the orgasm. Cere- get ceremonial. Well, the thing is that we are pieces. even though she said organism, but we know she meant orgasm. You know, no, we get it. <laughs> Can we make an organism when we have an <laughs> orgasm? That's what it is. But the thing, the thing, the thing that I've been studying a lot is I, 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 I'm a science. I love science. Mm-hmm. It to me, it's a way of worshiping God. Talk to God. him. Talk to him. Okay. Quantum physics has proven now has closed the circle. Before, you know, there was just one way to be, and you know, everybody knew the same thing, and then it split. Science says one thing, religion said another thing. Now we've come and closed the circle, even though the masses don't know it yet. And in the closure is called quantum physics. In that point where it comes together, we've proven mathematically that consciousness creates reality. With math, we've proven it now. Mm. That was already given to us in the Bible. All the qualities of God, oh, our qualities shoot. of what we, we took are. It to what the is the Bible. qualities of God? I'm trying to tell you, it's in everything. Quran, everything, Sanskrit, and Egypt, everything. Everybody around the planet knows we're made out of God. We're made out of pieces of God. And with our mind and our intention, we create things. And there are special times. There are special times when we have access to that creative energy that creates things. And the orgasm is one of them. So it would be very important for us to go ahead and become more ceremonial. Because we've opened up portals. This universe is teeming with life. Just like, just now. I breathe in billions of organisms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, we live symbiotically. This is all love. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we live in a tiny, we see such a tiny spectrum of the electromagnetic spectrum there's life on every wavelength Mm -hmm. we experience this tiny fraction of it so when we've opened up these portals please understand there are things that love divine energy and eat off of it Mm. so it's really important for us to be with people who don't have entities in them to be in a space where we've Mm -hmm. thoughtfully created a place where we can make love Mm -hmm. even if we're the only one there And then after, during the orgasm, it's very important to plan what you're going to think about. Okay. And don't just bust. Okay. So so stay right there. Mm -hmm. Talk about, expound on that. What do you mean by plan what you're going to think about? Don't just bust. It's the difference between lifting the toilet and going pee and being real neat and everything's great. Mm -hmm. And pissing on a closed toilet. So you're saying hold on to it. I'm saying process it. Hold on to it. Bring it in. Process it. And understand that when you're in that moment of openness, you are one Mm, with some really, really, really powerful creative stuff. So pull it in, embrace it. Bring in the uh, thoughts. Bring in the images that you want to create. And they will appear faster than if you were to go about picking up shit and moving bricks and stuff. This this heavy stuff, it's so dense and heavy. You can only say things one at a time. Mm -hmm. And it's so slow. But when you access that other portal, Things happen quantumly. Things happen and line up. Things happen and they're just there. And you have no explanation for it. It's synchronicity. And that's what you can access with an orgasm. Okay. So you just broke it down for them in a spiritual way. Um, not necessarily anatomical. You're basically saying, look, this is about your spirit. It's about your energy. The biggest thing was the energy. Right? Yes. The biggest thing was your energy. And someone just asked, is this embracing sexuality? Oh, absolutely. 
Oh, absolutely. We live in a polar universe. Which, when those two poles come together as one, everything is one. Everything is one. That to me is what sex is. That's what sex is. Um, the feelings and the hunger and the appetites, to me, that's not. That's a part of sexuality. Mm -hmm. And it can change and it can morph. But that it's such a huge part of life. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, sexuality, absolutely. What do you want to, what will you share with women on Sunday, on March 4th, when you have this event? So the event is at Luna Botanical Gardens? Okay, my company is Luna Rain Botanicals. Okay, say that again because I want you guys to check her out, right? So it's always refreshing to hear from people who have um, a different way of viewing things, right? To change your perspective. So Luna, say it Luna again. LunaRainBotanicals.com is my website. And we focus on... Luna, I'm sorry, because uh -huh. I, I need them to get this. LunaRainBotanicals.com. Yes. Dot com, right? Luna rain. Rain is in from the sky. Yes. Luna, like the moon in the sky. Yes. And botanicals like plants. Gotcha. That's her website, guys. And yes. you're, you're, so I don't, I don't want to, uh, to actually digress too much, but you're a singer also. I am. Right? You yeah. sing. So before we talk about the event, can you give us some bars? A couple of bars? Oh, Go yes. ahead, girl. Mm. Okay. I'm just going to sit back here and let you, let you do your thing. Go ahead. Okay, okay, here's the sex one. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. Tell them, say, say that I'm ready. Lead me to him, show him, tell him, say, I love him already. Mm. You know who your voice reminds me of? Oh, my gosh. Like, wow, that's so pretty. That's beautiful. Do you sing while you're making love? I've never. No. I'm so... Listen, Even when you're you're having that vaginal orgasm oh and you're like on gosh. 100, you don't I've sing some never, bars? I've never. There's so many things I've never done that I want to do. Like sexually. Like what? Like I would love to sing in someone's ear while they're, you know... Feeling good or coming. Yeah. I'd love to do role play. Okay. I never did that. Yes. I'd love to, um, gosh, what else? Oh, you eat. I've never played with food and, like, done that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, um, maybe some whipped cream. Whipped cream. Some chocolate. No, I want, my, like I want my lasagna. I want to, like, I need to, like, put some, like, food. <laughs> Oh, so I want to say something. Um, so you guys have her site. This event is Sunday, March 4th. And because you're joining us here and you're participating, I'm actually purchasing tickets tonight for some women on this live feed to be in attendance at the event. If you want to go to the event, I'm, I'm sharing this live on Dr. Delvino on my Facebook page. You have to go to that share. You have to like it. If you haven't liked the page, you have to like the page and you will get in free. So you have to like the share, which is this live feed, like my page, and inbox me your name and I'll pass it on to Melissa and you'll get into the event free. Your voice hey. just, I mean, your voice blew me away. I've, I heard you sing at our first open mic poetry night. Oh, yes, yes. With but the, like this, spice. yes, this acapella thing was just, I, could you please sing another line or two? <gasps> please. Please, another line or two. Um, Someone said that was sexy. I agree. I agree. 
Okay, who's your favorite artist that we can pay homage to? Oh my gosh, um, Sade. Um, I love Sade. She's yeah, easy. she's easy. Yeah. Um, um, the lead singer from Groove Theory. I'm blanking on her name uh-huh. right now. Shucks. Uh-huh. Where's my cousin Marlene's here? She's a music person too. She should know. Um, the lead singer from Groove Theory. I'm blanking on her name right now. How dare I do that? Um, that's one of my favorite artists. Um, there must have been an angel by my side. Something heavenly led me to you. Look at the sky. It's the color of love. There must have been an angel by my side. Amela Rue. That's the name Amel I was LaRue. Yes, Amel LaRue. The time of the goddess gathering. So my website is lunarainbotanicals.com. We're meeting March 4th in Hollywood, Florida at a dance studio, Sophia's Dance Studio, and it's called Cultural Expressions. And she's going to teach us the chair dance, her own signature sensual secrets dance, okay? We had it last talk year. Talk about that. Yes. Was, Don't oh, rush through it. That's oh, Yes, talk about that. She gave us, like, ties and, like, flowers and a chair. And she taught, I, listen, I haven't had a man since then, so I haven't been able to use it, <laughs> but I will be. And, and you know, it just all kind of really cool ideas. And we just felt sexy together and ate chocolate and drank wine. But then also, we also do, um, you know, they say it's okay for me to say this these days because it's different now. But I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not really a singer or a, a herbalist. I'm a mm-hmm. shaman. And I come from a long line of medicine people. And what we do is we work with um, energy. And so every time I get women together, it looks like fun and all this stuff, but really underneath it all, I, my, my favorite moment is right in the middle of when we're meeting, we do a mental, mental alchemy session. So I, we go deep into to medica- meditation after we've sweat a little bit. There's like a science to this and, a, and like a rhythm. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we sweat and you get real loose and everything. Mm. Then I give you some fruit and we sit together around a fire. I'm looking forward to this. Hi. I'll be there on Sunday, March 4th. It's been so intimate. It's been so healing. And then because you're safe and because we already know each other a little bit and we've loosened up, then we can relax. Go to the zero point and clear out some shit. And when you do it as a group, it doesn't take a lot. So I want you to back up a second and tell them what is a shaman for people who don't know. Um, I get for me the modern day to me who where I look for my inspiration and my my people who who, who I, I share information with. It's a mix of people who dig as deep as they can into ancient knowledge and tradition of relationship with plants and energy and human health. Mm -hmm. And then also, I also go to like the leading edge of modern science, not modern medicine, Mm because that's a business and an industry that has nothing to do with truth or healing. So, but when you're talking about real science, they're, they're trying to get the truth. They're trying to make breakthroughs and they're trying to just solve things with pure math. And when you look at the leading edge of what they're exper- experiencing now, it's amazing mm-hmm. what quantum physics is showing. It's amazing. I, I feel like this is an amazing time to be alive. And um, so that's what, t- what it is for me to be a shaman now. I'm opening up my ancient Akash and hidden in my DNA, reminding myself of powers I've already honed. I already put, spent lifetimes getting them. And then talking to others who are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then reaching out to as many people in the, in the math. In the math, because that's a mm-hmm. language to me of God that mm-hmm. I understand the best. Gotcha. And and then with math, yeah. 
That's what it is to be a shaman. So you can be an undercover shaman and be a singer and be a that. And the difference between someone who's, who's a singer who's an undercover shaman is I don't care about how you like me. Mm-hmm. I don't care. What if I'm a shaman first? Can I sing? Will I be able to sing? Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody's so different. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a shaman first, and I sing, but I don't care. I, I do my own stuff, and I'm going to mm-hmm. give you what you need, not what you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I know some of you are kind of been, like, in and out, back and forth. We're talking about sexual energy, um, orgasms for women, basically. Um, I have Melissa Moonchild here. She has a website. It is Luna Rain, as in rain, R-A-I-N, Luna Rain, L-U-N-A-R-A-I-N, botanicals, mm-hmm. with an S, dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And some a couple of people posted the website in Facebook and also on Instagram. Please go and check out our website. Check out Melissa. Um I love, we love alternative ways of thinking and approaching things because a pill medication cannot resolve most things, actually, right? I'll tell you the truth. It's a combination of of stuff, you know, eating healthy, which you guys will have vegan food there. Yes. Right? Talk about that. What's the, so the menu is vegan. Why? Um, just because a lot of us are, and I like to, I like to explore the look. I, I do eat meat these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going through different transitions. I didn't before, but I was introduced to a different like spiritual transition that kind of like. Anyway, long story. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, we do find that like the higher energy and vibration is in vegan food, and there's so many good warm foods to explore that are healthy. That why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your nutritional health has a lot to do with your mental wellness, including how well you perform, perform physically, which then translates to the bedroom. All of these things are connected, and so if you're eating, you know, this unhealthy food fatty food, greasy food, you'll be sluggish and so will your spirit and your energy. So she was just talking about energy flow and just sort of um, um, uh, pulling all these things into a common place and using that to then translate to positive things such as the orgasm, being able to feel relaxed and tranquil and calm and peaceful so that you're able to take it to the next level. Someone said, talk about Yoni Steam. No, not tonight. That is something that we can actually discuss later. Hey! We're opening a new, um, a bigger spa, uh, a medical spa um, at DRT. And so that is something that I do want to pursue with you. Yeah. So that we can offer Yoni Steam. Briefly, what are some of the benefits of Yoni Steam for women who, Um, some people don't know what Yoni Steam, tell them what, what is Yoni Steam? Yoni Steaming is a habit. It's something that needs to be done as a way of life, like brushing your teeth or put, you know, getting facials and deep conditioning your hair. It's a way, it's a habit. And it, you will immediately feel wonderful and juicy and warm and smell like lavender and roses, if you use lavender and roses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, and, and then you also you open up your circulation. If you have any hip problems, joints, rheumatism, it just eases it all away. It, those are the immediate effects. But you also have cumulative effects that build up over time, such as you won't, 
you dissolve cysts, dissolve fibroids, stagnancies. You'll be nourishing yourself so you won't get any of that stuff to begin with. Uh, fertility. Um, but for me, the most important part of steaming is the relationship with yourself. Mm. It's telling your body you matter. Telling your womb, I love you. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit here and make you I'm feel I'm spending good. this time on you. I'm spending this I time on you. Because I love you and I want you to be you. healthy. And okay. you matter. Okay. To me. Well, there it is. We've been talking now for 45 minutes. Like it flew, almost an like hour. It, flew. it went by quickly, and we talked about a lot. Um, for people who just joined us, we've um, gone through sort of the science and the anatomy of um, creating orgasms and climaxing, and we talked about um, female genitalia. We talked about different orgasms such as anal, clitoral, vaginal orgasm. Um, so, and someone is asking a question about the yoni. No, we can't go into that because I'm saving that for another time. This lady, you'll see her at DRT Behavioral Services Brain Love at our medical spa that we're opening um, a bigger location and we'll have different services there. Um, anyway, so I wanted to bring Melissa Moonchild on because she has an event on Sunday, March 4th at, give them the time, Melissa. Um, 4 to 6 p.m. It's an afternoon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're dancing. We're doing sensual dancing. It's all women. So, you know, all we, and just come, come as you are. Just, just, just come as you are. And we're going to dance. And then we're going to do the little mental alchemy. I'm going to really go into depth about how and what I know and share with you what I know and give kind of resources and point you where you can get even more information on how to use your orgasm to Mm. manifest the life Mm. that you envision for yourself. Wow. We really can do that. We're made out of God. And there's a lot of energy in those orgasms. Those orgasms are in in immensely special times. You can really, really create some stuff with that energy. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to go over. And then eat some really good food and hug and go use their information. I like that. So I'll be there March 4th on Sunday. And tonight I'm purchasing tickets so that I can give away to some women who are here or will be here. Maybe some of you, I know some folks are in Atlanta. Maybe you'll be here that weekend. And um, I want you to attend because I think it's important. I believe in the importance of a good orgasm. I do. Um, I believe in the importance of intimacy and good sexual relations and positive sexual relations. And that's a huge part of life. So when a couple tells me that they're not sexually engaged, that they're not um, intimate, that's a big loss to them because that's mm-hmm. a huge part of how we deal with stress and how we deal with sadness and with anxiety. Anyway, I derail. Um, thank you for joining us. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Melissa? Um, we are loved. That's the only thing that matters. Yes, yes. And so, and I want to add, we all need brain love. So thanks for coming on tonight. The um, event is happening on Sunday, March 4th from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. The website, give them the website again. LunarRainbowTanicals.com. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love. Balance. You can't have all work and no play, and you can't have all play and no work. Reframe. Reframe your negative thinking. 
Think positively. Avoid negative people. Inside, everything you need, it's inside of you. Look inside yourself. Needs. Know your needs. Your needs come first, not everyone else's. Limitations. Limit your expectations of yourself. Ownership. Own your mistakes, learn from them, and move on. Vengeance is not yours. It's the Lord's. Express yourself. Every day, meaningful communication. Don't go to bed angry. And that's been my show, guys. Brain love.